You know, every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That Ain't that what we're supposed to do? It's, I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. I think what you're trying to ask is uh, why am I so insistent upon giving out to them that blackness, that black power, that black pushing them to identify with uh, 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 black culture. I think that's what you're asking. It's, it's, I have no choice over it in the first place. To me, we are the most beautiful creatures in the whole world, black people. I mean, and I mean that in every, every sense, uh, outside and inside. And to me, we have a culture that uh, is surpassed by, 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 by no other civilization, but we don't know anything about it. So again, I think I've said this before in the same interview, I think uh, at some time before, my, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there and just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them. And I will do it by whatever means necessary. I am your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, and welcome to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. We are the return of intelligent radio as we ensure the free flow of opinions and push the envelope on the questions America's afraid to ask in the mainstream media. Good morning to all of you intellectual outcasts out there. Glad to have y'all tuned in on this Saturday morning with us. We have a very special returning guest with us. Um, she's been with us many times, but this is the first time she's shown up as Dr. Benay Javette. Congratulations, Queen. Thank you for being black with us, if you will. Um, if you will, say hello to the intellectual outcast. Introduce yourself. And again, congratulations on the long journey to becoming Dr. Lanay Javette. Glad to have you on, Queen. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you so much. First of all, I love intellectual outcasts. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be an intellectual outcast. And, um, yeah, it's pretty cool to be back and introduced as Dr. Lene Javette. Yeah, well, let the people know. I mean, you know, let the cat out the bag on what it is. Because you got a very interesting doc- doctorate, if you will. So that's like, I think it's super cool that, you know, again, people, in a sense, it's a very small percentage. I think it's what one percent of the population that ends up getting that. If it's even one, it's probably less than one percent. Actually, I would assume. Um, but even even still, your doctorate is unique. And uh, if you will, just kind of highlight it because I, I just love what it's in. So if you just kind of share that, uh, even though it's not directly related to the show, I just want to brag about you a little bit, Queen. Go ahead. <laughs> so you are correct. Uh, I believe it's. It's either less than 2% or less than 1%, but it's of the population on Earth. So it's such a small population. So it's super cool, super exciting in the 2%, 1% of the population to have it. Um, my PhD is in – well, so PhD is a, a philosophy doctorate. So I have a general um, – a doctorate of general philosophy in psychology, and my emphasis is – performance psychology. 
So I'm, I studied, you know, how to be a high performer per se. And my study was specifically to look at psychological capital accounting for the success of African-American female entrepreneurs. So where the world usually looks at the failures of black businesses, I looked at what does it take and or um, what personality characteristics do African-American women have that are successful? And I specifically chose psychological capital because it's made up of what they call the hero effect, um, hope, efficacy, resilience, and optimism. Each four of those characteristics are malleable, which means that they can be taught. You can be trained. And so for me, I felt like, well, wow, that's super dope. You mean we can go into some of our inner cities and some of our um, less than successful neighborhoods and teach them hope, teach them efficacy, teach them resilience, teach them um, um, hope, efficacy, resilience, and um, optimism. And so uh, it's cool. And then to actually do the research, uh, get to see the statistics, um, get to find out what it is, get to see, you know, uh, see the successes that we're having as black women in in uh, United States. It was just really, really cool uh, to, to to go through the process and get it done. It was a five year adventure, shall we say? Um, and so now for it to be done, and now I get to share my work. I've been um, uh, approached to have it published because there hasn't been research like this before. I've been approached to have to get some to um, go after a couple of grants to take my research further to look at the success of African American males, and so I'm really excited because a lot of times people, when they go through the doctorate program, they get the doctorate and, they, and they're done. Like, okay, I'm a doctor, I'm finished. But I'm really considering and or thinking because I've been approached so many times about taking the research further, um, being published in peer-reviewed articles and things of that nature to do some real research on the success of entrepreneurs in the black community. No, I love it. You know, and if there's any help that our community club can give you along the way, I know a few um, sisters you were able to survey for some of your work, um, you know, not too long before you finished. And so, yeah, any opportunity we can help with that brilliant work. Um, You know, I tell people we have the smartest audience in all of radio and the regular listeners know I bring experts to the table. So I definitely appreciate you for your work. Uh, My special guest co-host is on. She's a entrepreneur attorney who you should also study who's who's who operates in that hope factor that you just mentioned and so let me holler at her real quick and we'll get started with this morning's um discussion question ashley johnson after thank you queen for being on with us this morning if you will say hello to the intellectual outcast say hello to uh, our special guest dr lede javet and give it any background you want to give and we'll get started with this morning's discussion thank you queen for being with us Hey, thank you for having me. Um, Ashley Johnson out here. I always love being on the show. Um, I'm honored to be on the show next to another black woman, an educated black woman. I love that for us. Um, As you said, Montoya, I am an attorney, a black enthusiast, an activist in the community. I'm an all-around advocate, so I'm just happy to be here. No, glad to have you here. And for anybody out there listening, without further ado, if you are a first-time listener, we do our show in the form of a question. I go by Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. So we take the Socratic method to ask a bunch of questions to see if we can get to some solutions or at least some different perspectives on these hard issues of race, sex, and culture within the African-American community. And this morning's discussion question, I'm glad to have on both of these professional sisters, if you will, to delve into the question, which is, do a lot of men pass up on good women? 
I'll say it again. Do a lot of men pass up on good women? Uh, Lene is our special guest, Dr. Lene. I'm going to keep saying Dr. all day because I like it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to call you by your first name because I officially knew you as Lene first. So uh, you're going to be Dr. Lene instead of Dr. DeVette today if you can rock with your boy. With that said, Dr. Lene, when I call you and say, hey, this is the question. What was your first initial thought? And we'll ask you the same question, Ashley, after um, Dr. Lene gives us her first, only the first thought, not the second thought. What was your first thought when you heard that question? The answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I said it as eloquently. It was something like, hell yeah. Yeah, that's right. Don't 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 lie to the intellectual outcast. Tell them the whole story. Don't tell them half the story. It wasn't just yes. You know, he trying to be all politically like, correct. Hell yes, they do. Like, uh, duh. Duh. Okay. Yeah, that sounds more like the first. That's what I remember when I called you. You know, yes. We don't do political wait, wait. correctness on this show. I didn't get a chance to say hi to Ashley. Let me let me back up. Hey, hello, Miss. Hello, Ashley. Good morning. Let me say hello and good morning to Ashley. But good morning, Lene. <laughs> uh, but yes, my immediate my initial answer when you asked me was hell yeah. But I have right, reasoning too. So we'll get oh, yeah, to, we're that get to that after the break. We gotta, you know, we yeah. always do this. Then we're gonna go to the break and get to your reasoning. Yeah, after yeah, yeah. And then okay. Ashley, I haven't asked you what was your first thought to the question worded particularly that way. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to be in agreement with, with, with my cohort here because I disagree with her. I will put that out there. But uh, what was your initial thought when you heard that question? Do a lot of men... I felt the same way. Oh, you was a hell yeah, yeah too? You was a hell yeah, too? Fight, like, yes. Fight. Man, y'all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you asked for my opinion. From my, from my perspective, on my side, the answer is hell yes. No, of course. I want your opinion. I'm just giving you my opinion. Y'all crazy. We up against the break, <laughs> and we going to get into this discussion hot and heavy out of the break. We will open up the phone lines for anyone out there listening to give us your three cents this morning. Again, we will be right back with this morning's discussion question. Do a lot of men pass up on good women? What happens when your customers call your business and you're too busy to answer or call them back in a timely manner? you lose that business. Shockingly, 61% of inbound calls go unanswered. But fear not, tchmedia.ai is here to change the game. We specialize in capturing, nurturing, and converting your prospects into loyal customers. With our state-of-the-art communication solutions, no interaction will be left behind. When you miss a call, we've got you covered with automatic, engaging texts that keep your prospects connected and eager to choose you over your competitors. Don't let potential customers slip away. Make the smart choice with tchmedia.ai and skyrocket your conversions today. tchmedia.ai is here to change the game. Change the game. Change the game. Change the game. So Kiki Palmer came out looking like this. Her baby father a little upset. And I can see why, because the ass is assing. And I wouldn't want my people's outside looking like this. So I see what he's saying. But she do, you know, she out on her birthday, and girls be wanting to look cute for their girls on their birthday. But you can't do this. You can't give it to me like this, Kiki Palmer. And look at Usher over here. Look at his face. He's like, oh, 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 oh,
You did this for me, me, my number one. Hey, what's up, everybody? I love when the universe makes things fall right in my lap. This Saturday, Mental Dialogue Talk Show features LeMay Javet and special guest co-host Ashley Johnson Afford. Literally, we are discussing do men pass up good women? And not that the Kiki Palmer situation, her wearing that makes her good or bad, but the fact that her baby father thought he could check her publicly because of what she wore, it begs to have the dialogue, did he pass up someone who will meet his so-called standards, even though it's not his wife, for Kiki Palmer knowing this is how she is or willing to do. Again, that what she wore doesn't make her good or bad, but it's worth our discussion on Saturday. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with special guest co-host Ashley Johnson. After this morning's discussion question, do a lot of men pass up on good women? Our special guest is Dr. LeMay Javette. As I decided to highlight some of my promotions this week because uh, I don't think people believed in, the, in Dr. LeMay. You can, back, you can black me up on this. I don't think they believe that this thing, that this conversation with Kiki Palmer and her baby father fell into our lap. We've been had this show planned. And so it's kind of like, wow, we're leading up to this show and here's the situation. So first and foremost, if you will, before we get into the dialogue of, uh, you know, do a lot of men pass up on good women or not, I would like for you to back me up and let people know we really had this show planned at least two weeks ago. So you got my back on that, Dr. LeMay? Oh, absolutely. You already know how I roll. I need at least two weeks' notice before I can do anything. So, yes, sir. <laughs> nah, you are a we busy. Now, go ahead, Queen. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, we talked about this weeks ago. No, absolutely, absolutely. And so um, I think it fell into our lap, in my opinion. Um, last year, I'm going to actually kind of throw it back to you because I reached back out to you and said, hey, I saw you make a comment in reference to this, and I think – to a degree, it, it it creates dialogue in reference to today's show. Now, obviously, bring it up. We can get into a few of the details. We're not going to make the whole show about that because it doesn't really fit in that sense. But just the way it played out, I see some similarities in today's discussion just because of what we were able to see because this fool played this shit out on social media, just calling it what it is, because that's crazy to me, and I know you felt the same way. Uh, but if you will, Queen, just um, you know, tell me how you see it relating to today's show, because I think it absolutely relates in a sense, if you will. Go ahead, Queen. Okay, so basically what I got from it was I don't know that men are comfortable with dating women who might not be on their level. I don't I think it it's cute and it's fun when we're when we're dating and that's why you're attracted to me and you like me because I'm I'm nice looking and I'm out here and I'm confident. You like all of that about me until I become yours. And I think that was an issue here. This is an insecurity issue to me and I don't like that for Kiki. Because we're not seeing a different Kiki. We're not seeing things that she didn't do before she was in a relationship. She's doing the same thing. Not to say there are not things that she should change when she's in a relationship, but also not to say that she's a married woman, because she's not. So I think there's a couple of different aspects to this that we can discuss here today. No, absolutely. Lene, any thoughts in, uh, in, in us bringing this into today's discussion? Because as we clearly told everybody, we had been playing this show, but 
um, any similarities or, uh, or aspects that fit into the Bay Show in reference to what happened in that situation? I'm honestly conflicted, if I have to tell the truth. <clears throat> I'm conflicted. Um, on the one hand, I appreciate and love the fact that the young man stepped up to protect his family, right? I appreciate that he has moral standards and those those things for his um, household because a lot of men, they don't, right? So I do appreciate that. At the same time, I do feel that a woman should be able to wear what she wants to wear and represent herself how she feels um, she should represent herself. I have been trying to go back in my mind and remember if I've ever in my history seen Kiki wear anything like this before. She's super funny. She represents herself well. She's outspoken. She's bold. She's brilliant. She's all of the things. Um, we've watched her grow up from Akila and the Bee. Um, and I know sometimes that plays into Mm-hmm. Us looking at celebrities and wanting to keep them young, you know what I'm saying? So I take that into mm-hmm. consideration, too. However, I know, you know, she, she, she's been bodying her body lately since she had the baby, and the body is bodying, you know what I'm saying? So I also <laughs> feel like it's kind of a, a low-key little flex, like, hey, I'm out here, can't remember her ever wearing anything like that. And I'm not saying she can't. I'm just saying I've never right. seen her do it before. No, I'm saying so I love her all that. No, I understand all the aspects. I'm going to share this thought from um, this one brother we've had on the show before, Frank Rivers. He has a, a podcast um, uh, from the um, from the man cave. I think I'm saying it correctly. Uh, but I thought, you know, personally, um, I thought this was a very poignant point that he made. He was one of the first ones that I seen say anything about it, or maybe because I relatively agree with it is probably why I'm bringing it to the show or whatever. But I thought this was pretty good. He goes. Um, you know, this is on the call out, if you will, via Twitter. I will let me well let me say this one part. I thought that part was ridiculous. Let me say that first and then here's mm-hmm. what he had to say. He goes, I agree with him. I understand why he feels that way. But you knew who she was. You knew who she wasn't. People do things because they want to and only stop when they don't want to anymore. A baby and a relationship won't change that. There are plenty of wives and mothers in, in the entertainment industry who dress provocatively, and these two aren't married. Being as close as you, as, being as close to her as you are, you had to know this was in her and could potentially be on her, even if she ne- never showed it before. We have to stop trying to put square pegs in round holes. It's her right to do this whether we agree with it or not, you knew the type of energy she had before that show. He's not wrong, and she's not either. Just find your match. The traditional and wholesome women are watching, waited, waiting, and confused. Um, Ashley, I'll throw it back to you, um, your thoughts on what Frank had to say in reference to that situation. I absolutely agree. It's all about being compatible um, in this sense. If he wanted a more traditional relationship, first and foremost, he should have pursued it in a more traditional way because you can't really put these constraints on a woman you're not married to. Um, And if he expected his girlfriend to act in a certain way, he should have communicated those expectations or found a girlfriend who aligned with those expectations. Kiki Palmer obviously is not that. She's always been herself. She's always been a big personality. She's always been super confident and super out there. So I'm not understanding why now, you know, it just seems like a mismatch. 
And I think that's a big, that plays a big role in any relationship. Like everyone always knows you have to be equally yoked. And it doesn't seem like that's the case in this situation. Yep. And so when we relate this to today's question, do a lot of men pass up on good women? The reality is, if that is, again, we're outside looking in, making big assumptions based on how his reaction, right? We don't know the inside details of their situation. Um, I absolutely agree with you, Ashley. Like, how do you even put that demand on someone, one, who's not your wife? Uh, but, again, relating it to, the, to today, today's discussion, that there's a lot of pegs and square pegs and round holes that happen, I think, quite often. And sometimes that's how we deem, oh, this person pass up on this person or pass up on that person because you're not realizing or that person themselves are not always honest with themselves about what they truly want. Or like you said, Ashley, maybe he had a different expectation now that she's a quote unquote mother. But to your point, like, and to Frank's point, if this is the energy that's on you player, um, your thoughts on the day, again, just relating it to, um, what Frank, or just your thoughts to what Frank had to say, because again, I'm in big agreement with him for the most part. No, I completely. I he definitely um, articulated my sentiments a little bit better with regards to. I feel both. I feel both parties. That basically is what he said. Neither one of them is wrong, um, and I do think that you have to know and understand your mate. Um, uh, I hate. I know it's the reality of. You can't boss somebody around it's not your wife, which is not to say you can boss your wife around, ladies. That's not to say that, but expectations are different for your wife than they are for your girlfriend. Let me say that. Um, there's just so many things about this situation I don't like. I, I hate the fact that um, the, the media is acting like, well, you know, she's, I think she has a movie out right now called Big Boss, and so she's the big boss, and He's not the boss, so he doesn't get to say, you know, it's just the way that it's playing out, the things that are being called to the table, um, I just, it just doesn't feel right. But I get the, the overall sentiment. She's a young woman. She should make her own choices. She should do what she want to do. If that's your man, he should be secure in what you do. You come home to him every night. Like, those are the basics. It's the other stuff that's really like the conversation that we're having today. As if to say because she's the breadwinner and the alpha and the big boss, he doesn't get a say so, he doesn't have a sentiment. That leads to some of the conversation that we're having today where where um, men who may not be as successful, shall we say, as the woman have these, I don't want to say inferiority complex because I don't want to make it sound like men aren't confident in themselves. But when a man doesn't come to the table, I think, with the same level of resources that the woman does it's as if he doesn't he shouldn't have the same level of respect and i don't like that part of it now fair enough i'm gonna give you a couple other thoughts that i got off of social media and that's just really just kind of taking this first segment because again it fell into our lap and it's just dialogue that we're definitely going to just get hot and heavy into um this morning's discussion question but here was another thought from another guest um that's been on our show before um relationship coach vaughn says um, brother, I highly respect or whatever. And he just made this comment. Um, he goes, no man who's worth his salt, emphasis on worth his salt, is okay with his woman being mistaken for a whore. Oof. And so strong comments, right? A what? 
a whore. Now, that, that's not, I completely disagree with that. Like, yo, how you dress doesn't determine if you're a whore or not. Like, come on now. All right. So, I, I, I hear you, Queen. I hear you, Queen. All right. Because so again, I guess men can be whores too, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, how about this, though? So, here's the thought. So, we've already all agreed this is his baby mother, his girlfriend, not his wife. And I think we, you know, just amongst us, our dialogue, we definitely feel like there's a different standard, if, you know, in a sense of if she's his, if, if she's his wife. Um, here's in Vaughn's comments, here's the male perspective. And y'all can dialogue and break this down as much as you like. Um, so what, what, what I feel like this brother is saying, and here's where, here's where I'm in agreement from the perspective and the perspective is he's going man to man. If I have, if you are, and I'm going to say my wife, cause that's where it's warranted. Again, I'm going to say if you're married, let's, let's just put it in that context because I feel like what Vaughn is saying is warranted in the event that you are my wife. So if you are my wife, I get that there are certain times and place that if you give a certain appearance, you're going to give off the appearance to the way men see women. And from the sense, from the standpoint of we both represent each other, it's kind of the perspective within a marriage, then both parties should be cognizant of what they want that representation to look like. Now, it does not mean that me, let's say you and me, Ashley, were dating. If we were dating, like if 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 I'm okay with you rocking like that, and that's between you and me, then that works for us. Now the crazy part about her baby father, I, I, what's his name, Darius or something? I think his name's come out now that he, this has gotten so big or whatever. But the crazy part about th- that dude in particular was he used to, you know, you know how everybody goes down back on social media or whatever. But he used to show. Kiki, her quote-unquote assets himself prior to this moment, which speaks highly to his personal insecurities. However, I am distinguishing what 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 Bond's saying from the standpoint of how your wife may appear to others does matter to a husband. Does that part make sense? And again, it's not about whether y'all agree. It's just us getting into the nuance of a, a husband is going to be concerned did his wife present herself in a way that she looks whorish? And I'm just saying that a lot of men are going to be concerned with that. Do y'all understand that perspective? Y'all thoughts? Any one of you can jump in. No, I don't understand that perspective because in a marriage, it needs to be mutual. We're not talking about someone who has always been on Instagram with a turtleneck on. This man himself not only has posted Kiki in a bra and panties twerking, Mm-hmm. but has also posted himself in his own draws. So I'm not, it's not going to be, I'm not going to understand why Kiki has these conditions placed on her as the woman, but the man is okay with representing their family. However, whenever it just, it's never going to add up for me. So hold on, hold on. Let me, let me get some clarity here. So, cause, cause again, I'm almost moving it off of, cause I already agreed that he already did what you just said. So it makes no sense. To, so in that, in that part, we are in a hundred percent agreements. It makes no sense why he's even able to, or attempting to check based on the, like you said, his own representation. Well, I guess what I'm asking for a husband and wife who 
representation actually matters more, in my opinion, than a boyfriend-girlfriend situation. Can you understand that a man doesn't want his wife in general to be in a situation where it looks whorish? Do you understand that perspective, not this guy who clearly didn't I care? I understand representing your family unit however y'all agree that your family unit needs to be represented. Horish is outlandish to me because regardless of what I have on, I don't look like a whore. Um, if that's how I want to express myself and my husband is okay with how I'm representing him in our family unit, then that should be fine. But I think it has to be a communicated agreement between a man and a wife in a marriage. And that's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying when it's communicated. Yeah, it is communicated. And yeah, when exactly. we're married. <laughs> and right. we're and I'm just saying that's where Vaughn's coming from. Presenting our union well. Or however we deem it should be represented. Right. I think but that's not Lene, you as a woman looking horse. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Lene, it's, 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 the key is literally what she just said. When we're, it's communicated and we are both in agreement, that's the key. And the marriage piece, maybe, probably so. Um, because I, so as we're having this conversation, my mind immediately goes to Gabrielle Union. Um, not too long ago, her and Dwayne Wade was out. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, was it her? No, mm-hmm. Sierra. Sierra and Russell. But Gabrielle Union just did it last week. Had her mm-hmm. whole part, her whole ass was out last week. A couple of weeks or months ago, it was Sierra at the Vanity Fair party. It was like Bear or something like that. Too. So it, it comes back to, I wouldn't do it. Me personally, I wouldn't represent my husband like that. But there are husbands and men that are okay with it. And the one thing I always have to remember is, it's not my house. It's not my house. It's not what I would do. But like Ashley said, if if it's okay in their house for them to do, and that's a choice and decision that they make, I be, I, I sometimes I use I say what my um my son's mom says. If you like it, I love it. Uh, the married yeah. piece. You know, you should respect your husband. The boyfriend piece, uh, you know, I hear you, but oh, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to hear the boyfriend shit. Like, I'm not trying to hear that at all. And when I, and the only thing I'm, and I, I, actually, y'all are 100% in agreement what I'm saying. Bond's representing, and and only thing I'm, only thing I'm pointing out is, we're just telling you the honest. He's just being honest about a male's perspective, a man that wants to be represented a certain way, he's never going to be okay with his wife being mistaken as one. Like, that's how a man's going to but take that's what certain I'm things. It was, she, she wasn't mistaken as a whore. Nobody thought she was a whore. We didn't. So, yeah. so um, men see it like that. That's what y'all are missing. Some men do see it like that. Like we're we're so very a aware. Man mistakes a woman wearing a sheer dress, who is a celebrity, who ninety seven point nine percent of the time is fully covered, in Vegas, shows her little cheeks, and now she's considered a whore. So, this is where let me break down time and place. Time and place is time and place is like this for a lot of men, unfortunately. Unfortunately, um, Ashley, attorney, 
beautiful, fine. If y'all don't know, she's beautiful. And plenty of men don't see it that way. However, there are certain outfits in the wrong place and wrong time that a lot of men assumption goes there because they don't know the person. Because now if we can, take it away from Kiki being a celebrity because, again, we all understand celebrities are shown on, you know, in different ways. And this happens to be Kiki, happens to be the celebrity of the week. Like we said, we got other examples and we could keep, you know, stating celebrities if we want to or not. But if we get away from the celebrity, celebrityism, if you will, then I'm just sharing with you that a man will be upset if he believes wife has misrepresented him in that manner. And that's the, the agreement that sometimes men and women have that y'all agree with and that understanding is they both understand what that looks like because the and the because is because the man doesn't want his woman to look that way i'm just telling you a male's perspective i'm not calling kiki a whore nor is he calling her a whore he's highlighting that if his woman looks like one based on his sentiments that they've agreed to that is very concerning for a lot of men. For men who don't care about it and they cool like we all three agree, then that's their security, and that works for him and his wife. Damn, damn what any of us think for those that do it that way. But can you understand that there are a lot of men who will be concerned if their wife or their daughter shows up in a place where people can perceive her as such do y'all i'm just telling y'all that's a male's perspective too that is very weird like put it in context Uh, yeah i'm an attorney i'm obviously not going to court with a mess dress on i'm not at a funeral with my cheeks out but she's in vegas at the usher concert she's a celebrity she looks fine i mean considering the things that we've seen people wear her in this little mess dress with this leotard is not doing much. She's not right. really stepping the way she absolutely should. I agree. I agree. Took. I agree. I agree. I'm just trying. I'm trying to bring it out of the celebrity space just to tell you the sentiments. Even that even that myself, would would you expect me as an attorney to be in court with that on? No. Would you expect me as an attorney on a Saturday night at a club at a concert with whatever? Yes. Would you see me and say, oh, dang, I know she's an attorney on Monday through Friday, but she out here looking like a hoe? That would be crazy. <laughs> okay. So so here it is. I, 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 here's the clarity. Time and place. So if you do it in the wrong time and place, then no man is wanting his wife to appear in that manner in the wrong time and place. That's why I keep I clarifying time so and what, place. Okay, but what what is what is upsetting about the time and place? I feel like where that context, that that concert being out, that was the perfect time. Where else is she gonna wear a mesh dress? Where, where, so, where else could we? You know what I'm saying? Like, what better place? I guess it goes back to expectations. If he didn't want her having that on, he should have communicated that. She could have agreed, or she could have said, I, "I'm gonna wear what I want because." I don't have no ring on my finger. Yeah, but and I get it. I, for you, yeah, I get it. I, yeah, I get it. For you, it's personal to Kiki. I'm, I'm moving you say I'm trying to move it out of, away from that, Kiki. Yeah, but but in general, men assume that women they don't want them looking whorish. They don't want them people to assume things about them based on time and place. I don't think time and place has anything to do with it most of the time. 
Because what, give me a time and place where that's going to be appropriate. On the beach is the only time and the place that I can think of. But that, but that now we're Literally. saying, you know, you go wherever you want to at the beach. Like, but and, and I understand what you're saying, um, Montoya. I understand what you're saying. I, and, I, and I swear I don't mean this to be dis- disrespectful, but I think you're overestimating um, what men want and don't want. One, but two, the type of men. There are a lot of men that do believe and think the way that you do. I'm not saying that they don't. What I am saying is we're living in a different time and, and age. And a lot of these men, whatever you think, fortunately or unfortunately, like to have their significant other Googled or goggled, I think is the, actually the, the more appropriate word. Um, there are still men that don't want their women to be out there just like that, you know, provocatively, et cetera. But a lot of men do. You, you're out. You see these women dressed this way with a man, holding their hand, like doing what, whatever whatever it is. Um, I, I, I like I what Ashley said about yeah. it being her – I like what Ashley said about it being her, her, her prerogative. She's a lawyer. Um, she's in the courtroom. There's a time and a place. If she want to go out and have a good time with her girls and wear something, she can. It doesn't take away from the fact that she's still a lawyer, that she's still smart. And, you know, our clothing shouldn't dictate who we are or how we're treated. No, I understand that. I understand that. What y'all are missing, all you're missing is, that man said, for a man who is worth his salt, for the men who don't want that, that's their concern, and I'm just communicating with you. And that's what, part I get. Yes. And that's, and that's all I communicate. That's all I communicate. That's all I communicate. That as crazy as that comment sounded to y'all, that that's literally all he was communicating. That's all I was give the clarity that I was providing. Let me go to this break. We got a lot of callers out there for the callers that want to jump in. Y'all do have to press one if y'all are wanting to speak. If you're just listening via the phone, no problem. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. All I ask is that you think. Hey, are you a wine drinker? Eh, a little bit here and there, but but my wife definitely loves her. Why you ask? Man, you got to try this vegan wine by Sip and Share Wine. I ran across them at this event in Atlanta, and now I keep me a few bottles at the house. What, what flavor you like? Um, I mean, I like me a good red or, or maybe a nice dipping gel or something. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Try this sweet red first. Hmm. That's, that's, that's nice and smooth right there. Yeah, that's kind of sweet like I like it. You know what I'm talking about? For sure. That's why I like that one as well. Hey, hey, now try this Conjure Sippin' This one was featured in Forbes magazine as a top 10 drink for the summer. See what you think. Oh, okay. Now that's fire right there. Where can I get a bottle of that? Just go to SippinShareWines.com. They'll ship it right to your door. They black on too. Oh, yeah? Okay, you said what? Stop getting online condemning each other. We look stupid doing this. If it's not solutions, it is mess. It is toxicity. Nobody is all well. I work with sick people every day, and guess what? I'm not going to go online and condemn them. Stop getting online condemning each other. We look stupid doing this. If it's not solutions, it is mess. It is toxicity. Nobody is all well. I work with sick people every day. And guess what? I'm not going to go online and condemn them. I'm going to work on solutions to heal them. 
black men and women, you must stop this shit. It makes us look bad. You don't see the Korean. You don't see the, 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 the Latino. You don't see the white people. You don't see nobody else going online condemning each other every day for everything. Stop this shit. It's a bad look. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. Ashley, real quick, I got knocked off. and I'm back on. I'm just trying to make sure y'all can hear me. Can you hear me, Ashley? Yeah, I got you. Yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I got knocked off during the commercial, so I wasn't for certain that I was back live. So everybody bear with me. Um, you know, online, internet drops sometimes, so I got dropped and got back on, so I didn't know if y'all heard me or not. All right, with that said, um, we just heard uh, Chef Aki, the sister I follow on IG, and ultimately um, I agree with everything that sister just said in the sense of what this whole week turned into because I'm definitely wanting to avoid the show being about Kiki in sense herself. As I said at the beginning of that, last uh, segment it fell into our lap and to my in my opinion it somewhat applied to this morning's discussion question do a lot of men pass up on good women and i definitely as i said in the cut prior this had nothing to do with whether kiki is good or bad and i like yourself actually think she's exactly who she's always been one of the people that in my opinion is relatively authentic when it comes to celebrities, if you will, from what I can tell. So I appreciate and applaud the sister personally, um, you know, just to kind of highlight that. But in a, in a sense, it is sad how these moments constantly can happen on social media. And I think it is time for us as a community to have better conversations than just condemning one another based on what celebrities do that may or may not be similar to our lives because at the end of the day that's what those moments are they're just like little um catalysts to compare it to what we're what we're doing in a sense ourselves it's never fair never right because they definitely live completely different lives again to both of y'all point and i wasn't disagreeing with y'all on that sense like i say she's a celebrity at a concert is there a time and place i get it that's the time and place to do it i was at a um, I, I've been at beer concerts, and I was at some rock concert last night, and plenty of, you know, for for even what Chef Aki said, like, uh, you know, everybody's got their ass out. That's the time it is. That's that's what the, that's the place to do it. It's like you say, just like being at a beach. So I get all of that. So I wasn't necessarily um, personally talking about Kiki in that sense, but the overall dialogue. Um, but with that said, to get back to, do a lot of men pass up on good women and to get back to that we actually got a caller that wants to jump in so let me jump to this caller real quick um before we in a sense change the direction of this conversation area code 212 last three nine one nine give us your name where you're calling from and your three cents on this morning's discussion hello uh yes you're live on the air what's your name where you calling from okay give us your three cents. my name my name is chris calling from uh uh, Harlem, New York. Nice. What you got for us, Chris? Uh, listen, I, I hear what you guys are saying, and I don't think that good men are passing up good women um, as much as it is a lot of the good brothers have some gripes with our, with, with our sisters. And it's not that we are condemning anybody it's just hey, we got some things, we got some, we got some issues 
with what we're seeing out there in terms of how we are representing each other. I listened to the phone call earlier, and I got to say, you know, you had made up, you had stated a point that a brother feel, that a lot of brothers feel, whether they are married or not, to a woman, a significant other, pivoting off of the Kiki Palmer thing in terms of how they want their women to go out and represent themselves and their relationships. Immediately, as I've listened to a lot of these discussions, and I'm not condemning it, so please don't come for me, but I have to say it. it, The first initial response was shock, dismay, and then reasons why we're not going to listen to sisters what the brothers are saying out here. One reason, if even if that's a girlfriend situation, before you become a wife, you go on dates and you become a girlfriend and then a fiancé, then a wife. You don't just immediately start off as a wife, but if you're dressed like that, nobody's saying you're a hoe, but that's what you're communicating to other people who don't know you. And that time, as a boyfriend, fiancé, or even a husband, that puts that man in a situation where he's got to defend his, your honor, his girl, himself. Sometimes y'all got to understand you put us in precarious positions by doing what y'all want to do. Respectfully speaking, this conversation ain't new for the 2020s. Back in 1989, Sherazad Ali came out with a book, uh, came out with a book similar to some of these topics that we're talking about, in 1989, the mothers of these women, Kiki Palmer and them now, was dogging her back then. Years later, I don't know how old y'all are, but I'm going to tell my age real quick. Years mm-hmm. later, Outcast came out with Jazzy Bell talking about some, some of this still similar topics. Um, Years later, Kevin Samuels went on his ranting and raving and talking about this same topic, and now here we are today talking about the same topic. Unfortunately, people have been saying this all the time, but, you know, I understand women are successful, you're beautiful, and yes, I love the female form, but I'm not saying that you got to go out uh, looking in a in a burka, you know what I mean? Like you in like you in Tehran or something. But you know, a little bit of modesty goes a long way. And a time and a place for something like that, you know, the house, the bedroom, with your significant other. That's just me and my two cents on. But I respect you know, the, the three cents on here, brother. Now I appreciate the three cents and let me say this real quick to you and I'll let the ladies respond. Um, I don't know if you heard what Frank Rivers, the cut, I play, well, not the cut, but we read what he had to say, and I respect everything you, where you're coming from. Um, I would even um, back up some of your sentiments. How, my however, and again, I'm going to let the ladies jump in, my however is for that type of dialogue, shouldn't we just be choosing someone who agrees with us versus constantly and this is why I agree with Chef Aki, constantly trying to tell others who we're not attached to, 
to to tell them in a sense how they should act, and it should be between those two. Kind of like Lene said, and I'll let her jump in. Dr. Lene said, hey, if, if that works for them, if you like it, I love it. And I'm just kind of highlighting a lot of times we're pressing people who we're not attached to or like her baby father did. He went public on something he clearly don't have understood between the two of them. It shouldn't have been public. It shouldn't be this conversation, in my opinion. Go ahead, Dr. Dr. Lene. No, I, I, I do agree. It shouldn't have been a public conversation that he did. He was dead wrong. Yeah, I got you. Let me let Dr. Lene jump in. Taking those two to those two. Yeah, no, that's fair. No, that's fair. But Dr. Lene, any thoughts, Queen? Uh, yeah, it's the, it's definitely the public situation because I I would venture to say these conversations are probably being had at home, not necessarily Kiki, but in general, these conversations are probably being had at home. Babe, you wearing that out tonight? That's what you're wearing. You sure? You know, these conversations are probably being had at home. But, again, it's at home. It's in the privacy. It's not wrong for him to feel that way. That's the piece that I was conflicted with, with um, social media. People are trying to make him feel like a simp. It's not wrong for him to feel that way. Um, but it is wrong for him to take it to the streets, like keep your family business your family business, keep it at home, talk to about it when you get to the house. It's not for the whole wide world to, to know and to see. You don't condemn your, your baby mama, your wife, your significant other, doesn't matter who it is, in public like that. So, you know, I, I do concur that, you know, keep your family business at home, but you're, it's not wrong for him to feel the way that he felt. No, fair enough. Um, Ashley, any thoughts? And I'm about to let you go, Chris, but thanks for the three cents this morning. Nah, I agree. Same thing. It should have been a text message. We should have never known about this. We should have never Hell knew no, that no, no. we had an issue with the outfit. They should have had that conversation. She should have had a good time, and we would have just moved on with our lives. Just in general, that kind of stuff needs to stay in-house. Uh, absolutely. Uh, let me go to another quick break because I got behind when I got knocked off, so I got to get another break in, and then we'll get to 470-LAST-3027. We'll get to you right out of the break. All right, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. All I ask is that you think. LNG Technology Services, we are your industry leader in aircraft and heavy equipment repair services. In commercial business for over 15 years, LNG technicians have over 150 years of equipment-specific knowledge and are known industry-wide for returning worn-out, broken, and overused ground support equipment back to the user in working better than new conditions. For a service job done right at a value unparalleled in the industry, Contact LNG Technology Services at 478-781-4860. Again, for a service job done right, that number is 478-781-4860. LNG Technologies is a Mental Dialogue Gold member and proud sponsor of the Mental Dialogue community. Funny how finally as more women are in higher education closing the wage gap and gaining more independence, there is an uptick of men calling for submissive women banning abortion and birth control anti-feminism. That reminds me of this video. Men don't mind us being hoes. They they mind us being able to pay our bills without them. This is about to be a very interesting conversation. So I was in this clubhouse room recently where a bunch of men were asking women, what do you bring to a relationship outside of your body? And then all the women responded and said, what do you bring to a relationship outside of your money? And then the answer came to me. You see my eyes watering, that means the answer came. We are both dehumanized. Wow. This person figured it out in 2013, but basically what I realized is that men being valued only by how much money they have and women being valued only by how beautiful they are actually causes both genders to only look at each other as tools. 
Most of our relationships today are not relationships of love, but rather transactions. But money is something we created. Value is something we created. So here's the craziest part. We imagine that our ability to create systems is what makes us human. It's funny how that very system has made us objects. I don't know what to do about that. But I love you. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with special guest co-host Ashley Johnson-Alfred. This morning's discussion question, do a lot of men pass up on good women? Our special guest is Dr. Lene Javette. We actually got another caller, so let's get to the caller. For the callers that want to get in online, the number is 646-787-1691. Again, that's 646 646- Seven eight seven one six nine one. You do have to press one to let us know you want to speak. Uh, let's hear what the caller has to say before we j- talk about that cut. Again, area code four seven zero last three zero two seven. You're live on the air. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your three cents on this morning's discussion. Hey, Mental Dialogue community. So my name is Autumn, and I'm out of Metro Atlanta. Um, a few things I wanted to touch on. So first, you know, not even harping on the uh, Kiki Wyatt situation, but it does speak a lot into why men pass up on good women. Well, a lot of men pass up on good women. Um, first and foremost, you know, it's it's not so much about what he did publicly or if they had that conversation behind closed doors or not, because they absolutely did. And she came out yesterday and said that, you know, we live together, basically. Um, do you not think that he didn't compliment me on this outfit before we left? Did you not think that he, you know, he smacked me on my ass? When, before we left and, you know, celebrated her in that same outfit. And, you know, to those who have seen the clips where he actually posted her, you know, twerking mm-hmm. in a more produ- for, uh, provocative way on social media, he knows who he took, who he went out with that night. He knows that, you know, he celebrated her outfit and, you know, gave her affection in that same manner. The thing is, when they got there, was he expecting for her to get pulled up on stage by this, you know, celebrity and get serenaded? That's where he slipped up. His ego mm-hmm. came out. So mm-hmm. it's not a matter of did he know or not. It's a matter of he was insecure. And instead of addressing her outfit and attacking her as a woman who was not married and, you know, who was, you know, out here just dressing provocatively, address the issue with the man's mentality. So where did the entitlement come from? Where did the humiliation, you know, that he resulted to, you know, pressing on her because his ego was broken or, uh, you know, bruised? Why are we not addressing that? The fact that you wanted to label this woman as your wife after you were, you know, humiliated, it was just, just I, feel, I feel like it was a manipulation tactic. So let me add this extra sauce to it to make it, make it seem like it's more intense or intensify mm-hmm. my judgment. So you go on, you know, these public social media uh, platforms to condemn her when all along you actually praise the same offer, the very same night. So we're speaking on that, the entitlement, mm-hmm. and I believe that some men pass on good women because they have not addressed their own insecurities. It's the same with um, single moms. The stereotypes are out there, and we have to also be careful about language. Even you, Montoya, just when, uh, earlier on when you um, said whorish, in reference to how she came out and how she would be perceived, that language would attach itself to an an insecure, egotistical man and have him um, condemn every woman who dresses in that manner without knowledge or context of who she is. 
And so celebrity or not, we tend to place more value on women who are married and, uh, you know, they get a pass in dressing that way. No one's in an outrage about Sierra's dress. No one's in an outrage about um, Gabrielle Union's cheeks being out. But let Lizzo come out with something provocative on. Let this innocent Kiki White come in, you know, Kiki, um, I forgot her last name, come out with something provocative on. Everybody has something to say. And it's time to be accountable for our own thought processes instead of pushing it out and making it Bible for everybody else. Nah, fair enough. I'll let either one of the ladies jump in on what you had to say. We are at the top of the hour, so um, if y'all can, make it quick. Um, but thank you for your three cents this morning, Autumn. Um, good stuff. Um, Lynette, um, actually, I don't know either one of y'all. Whoever, I can't remember who spoke last, so somebody jump in. I, oh, I, I agree with the young lady you have to say. Um, wholeheartedly agree. I do think that Ego definitely came into place. It's one thing to be out and your cheeks be out and everybody, you know, you leave the house, it's cool. It's another one that's on social media and uh, ushers peeping game and giving you that don't leave your girl around me if you play it for real. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's different. I definitely think his his uh, his manhood was, was, was uh, hurt a little bit there. Ashley? And I'm I'm glad to call her. Uh, thank you, Autumn, for even bringing in the fact that the language is really important because I also think another portion of this is like the the stigma we place on women in general, especially moms, because I think this all started by Darius saying something to the effect of like you're a mom as mm-hmm. a wife. That's how it started. Yep, that's how it started. Being a mom is where sexy goes to die because <laughs> moms can still be very sexy and very bad, and I think men are missing that. I don't understand why there's this transition from now because you have children, as if we have children by ourselves, because by virtue of her being a mom, he's a dad, correct? So now that we are moms and we have these these responsibilities, we can't act a certain way. We can't look a certain way. We can't be perceived a certain way, which, which is insane to me. So I think that's also another aspect of it, just language-wise. Like, she, it wasn't whorish of her, whether she has kids or not, whether she's married or not. She's a woman. She has a body. <laughs> it's hers, and she can do what she wants with it. Right. I hear what I y'all saying. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this, just, I'm going to say this, I'm gonna keep, and I'm going to keep saying it for clarity purposes. So it ain't, and it ain't that I personally care about are and referring to you as a whore. What we're saying is there are men who do, and that's very true. It's very true that some men will see it that way. Like, that's a truth, whether me or the, all three of y'all still have autumn on the air right now, all three of y'all want to accept that. We're still right that some men do that. We're not, we're, we're, so I'm not saying it's okay for them to do it. We're just telling the truth about the fact that it gets done. And 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 if it's the wrong time and place, and again, let's get away from the concert. Let's get away from Kiki Palmer and Usher. We're just talking about in general because today's conversation is do a lot of men pass up on good women? And the challenge, even like I said, even the brother that called prior to Autumn, I just highlighted that um, trying to control people that you're not attached to makes no sense. However, like we've kind of all agreed that if I'm dating one of you, and there's an agreement of what that looks like. The part of the reason that we're, we're having concern is we don't want our wife or the mother of our children 
to make that move at the wrong time and place based on what she and I deem agreeable. The only reason that I'm even concerned with that representation is because I know there's some raggedy cats that will assume the worst about the children of the mother of my children. That's just a reality. I'm not trying to make it right or wrong. That's the truth. And that, so that's all that's being said when we say be careful of language. We're just saying, hey, we don't want our woman to look like how some people will perceive her. That's not that's not a right or wrong. Uh, we're up against the break, so I definitely want to hear y'all thoughts um, coming out of the break. So let me get to this top of the hour break. Autumn, I probably will bring you back in as well because you know again that was you brought a great point, and I want to give you a chance to respond to it as well. All right, we'll be right back, y'all. We're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. All I ask is that you think. Anybody wants to get in, the number is 646-787-1691. You have to press 1 to let us know you want to speak. We'll be right back. Hey, where did you get that hat and T-shirt? I like that. Oh, I got this at moneymotivation.com. It's fresh, right? Yes, and I love the message on it, too. You are the hustle, huh? That's what the shirt says. I am the hustle. They embody the entrepreneurial spirit, and what I like the most, it's more than a brand. It's a lifestyle for those who want to put in the work and expect to have the final things in life. I also follow them on Instagram. Check this post out. If you believe money is the root of all evil, you're using it wrong? Or how about this one? Excuses made zero dollars an hour. I like those. What's their IG? At moneymotivation.co. But do they have any ladies gear? Yes, you're going to love the clothing line they got for the ladies. Matter of fact, pull up their website, moneymotivation.com, and I'm going to get you a few things so we can both look like money. Everywhere I go, go. And everywhere I be, be. I don't even talk, talk. They still know it's me. Because I look like money. Smell like money. Talk like money. Even walk like money. Hey, let me tell you something. It's a lot of men that thinks that... We are somewhat superior to a woman mentally and that we should be leading a woman mentally and that we got the game plan and she got to sit down and be quiet and listen to us or just collaborate with us in our dreams and our visions. But listen to me, when the Bible says a woman is a weaker vessel, it's talking about physically. It's not talking about emotionally. Look at what a single mother does. Look at what women around the world do. It's not talking about spiritually. Who are the prayer warriors and the intercessors in the church? It's not talking about mentally. Look at the women making a million dollars in 30 minutes on Black Friday. So a lot of unmarried men will remain unmarried because you think that you are superior intellectually to a woman and she got to shut up, sit down, and, and listen. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with special guest co-host, Attorney Ashley Justin Afford. This morning's discussion question, do a lot of men pass up on good women? Our special guest is Dr. Lene Javette. We also have another caller that wants to get in. I'm going to turn it back to Autumn real quick to give her at least a response before we get to the um, next caller as well. All right, Autumn, again, thank you for your brilliant three cents on the previous break. But I just wanted to give you, in a sense, a response of, you know, to what I was saying, that we're just referencing how we know 
it will be looked upon. I'm not trying to make it a right or wrong. We're just talking about the reality that, unfortunately, that that's how it may look. And so, and the men often are concerned with that. I'm, again, it's right or wrong. That's a reality. Your thoughts, Queen? Yeah, I think that goes both ways, and it, that's a um, it's it, that consideration comes when you're in connection with someone in a relationship. Just in the same way that my significant other. Um, would be concerned for my safety and representation with me wearing something out in public. I would be concerned with him wearing certain things out in public mm-hmm. and representing me because we both have our right. you know, individualism and then there's collective. Um, the thing is with that, whether it's celebrity or not, it's hard for me to believe that someone could go outside looking like that or dressing in that way and their partner not know that that's, you know, what they're going to wear. And that's where the conversation needs to stop, where it needs to start there, actually. You praise it at home, put it on social media, and this is for the normal Joe and the average person, put it on social media where the reach is for the millions, and then when it comes outside, now it's a problem. The same person you live with and post, you know, these same provocative outfits in, but when they go outside, now it's an issue, and you use the term wife, in, in order to intensify your, your you know, your uh, judgment. That's manipulation, and that is totally unacceptable. So no, I agree with that. The, I agree with that. With the agenda that he has to, to um, push his insecurities out like it's, a, it's an issue for her or blame on her, that's where we need to stop and, and sit down with the younger men and let them know, like, you know, whatever issues you're having, for you know other men being around or what have you, that's what you need to address, not the way that she dresses. No, that's fair not enough. Really now, thank you for your three cents, Queen. We're gonna get to you another call. I'm gonna throw out another comment that was on social media by my brother Supreme Ra. He said Kiki's Palmer's boyfriend is an insecure hoe ass nigga. I big up that conversation. <laughs> now wait a minute. <laughs> Go ahead, Queen. Damn. I'm not going to take it that far. I think he just had some insecurities that he should have addressed with his woman and not the world. Um, I ain't going to call the man a hoe-ass nigga because at the end of the day, he is trying to stand up for his family. He is trying to be represented well. And honestly, playing devil's advocate, we don't know why they're not married. In real life, he could have asked Kiki 15 times and she could have said no. He could have, you know, aspired to marry her prior to having a baby right. and she could have said no she is a celebrity she is better off more well you. off than he is you know so I we don't you. know why they're not yeah married. yeah i'm not so much i'm, I'm i want to generalize more so than their specifics though right so 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 by generalizing and i'm not trying to make this comment right i'm just showing you the difference in how i'm having the conversation that has really no concern with their specifics i obviously use them as an example but um, well, the reason I even thought the comment was funny, and we'll get to the caller, if you will, Ashley, is the reason I thought the comment was so funny is because I absolutely agree with Autumn in the sense that it was complete manipulation since we know now know the inside story. She big, you know, he big upped it. And so from that standpoint, it becomes more of some, you know, I don't even like using the word. I was just, you know, we're not politically correct. So I just used the, I just use Supreme Ra's quote. So in that sense, it becomes insecure, ho-ass nigga stuff, right, just using his words, especially when we get the insight from Autumn, if if that part makes sense. That's, they still right. 
um, um, Frank is still right when he says he has a personal right to those feelings. But what Supreme is throwing out is the way he handled it was is a super weak compared to how a lot of men would handle it one-on-one like we've all agreed. So it's more about the actions than them in particular, if that makes sense. Um, Ash, I know I cut you off, so I'm going to let you respond before I go to the caller. No, no, no. You can go to the caller. Okay, just checking. Just wanted to make sure I, I know I can fire. You know, I did cut you off a little bit. All right, area code 678-LAST-3306. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your three cents on this morning's discussion question. Uh, good day, everyone. I'm calling from Atlanta. This is uh, Tennyson. Uh, Montoya, I agree with you that there are a lot of men who feel that way. However, I don't see anything wrong with her dress code, especially she going to a concert. I mean, <laughs> this is the way they dress the concert. I'm more concerned with how a woman behaves you know, the twerking and all that stuff, you know, I don't, you know, it's a good example of the essence show of that. But, I, I, and, I, and I will say this, I do not think this, this gentleman is weak for what he said. We have to understand the intent. Maybe the broader intent is for him to put it not just about his woman, but just women in general, about the way they dress. And so that may be an issue that he's, you know, he's, seen that as a, a, a wider issue. And so if that's the case, to bring it in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the general public, I don't see that as being an issue. I, I really think, though, those he and his lady need to have, you know, a one-on-one discussion. Because I will say this, too. If a man has an issue with a woman dressed a certain way, also has to be open when she says, no, what you're wearing is not acceptable. And then for him to say, okay, you know what? Okay, I'll change. And so it has to go both ways. I respect the three cents, King. Uh, yep, I respect the three cents. Um, I will just, to be fair to you, um, I, I will say I still don't agree with you, um, and that's fine. And that's why we have these dialogues. Um, but I don't agree with you in the in the sense of if this is some form of I'm protecting my woman, if that's what this is considered, then a big portion of since he's calling her out about oh you're a mother too, so that's that's being driven so much in a time where now we have social media, so he gets in his feelings and emotionally lashes out in a sense, to have the the public, in a sense, correct this woman because of his own ego. And I find that incredibly weak in the sense that even with it playing out, if he's going to correct her role or part of his role in protecting his family is for it not to linger because he added to the fire because of his own lack of emotional discipline to just have that with his woman. So he has a lesson to learn, too, and it ain't okay to put your family out there publicly and keep it going. If we take this out of social media times, and this may have been a, uh, on, the, on a, the evening news, on a, you know, a cut, and somebody make an issue, if he says nothing, it doesn't last all week long. 
So I'm not okay with making it okay with, I'm not saying, so if I'm being very clear, I respect his personal feelings, but don't tell me he didn't handle it. I'm going to use Supreme's word like a whole ass nigga. He did, and I don't even use that word, but he did. Well, well, well no, no, no. I'm not saying he handled it well. I'm saying if the broader issue... Well, you was said it was okay him, to put it out publicly. You just said that. That's why no, I'm, no, no, I, I never said that. came no, at no, you no. because you said... I never said he, that. No, 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 I never okay. said that. You said what, you think it's okay for him to make a broader issue. That's how you feel about women. You think that's okay. Well, I get saying a broad conversation generalizing, but he made the tweet specifically about his baby's mother. So... It ain't so. Don't don't equate that as okay when he specifically made it about his woman. And like our last caller said, we now, you know, given that her information is correct, he big upped her until it became an ego issue. So I'm not okay in nothing that man talks about. And let's not act like he was generalizing to the public when he called his lady out. Like he can be sad about it, but handle it within a family. And I don't think you're saying he shouldn't do it that way. You already said it should be a one-on-one, but I'm not making it okay to publicize that way in no form or fashion. That's some whole shit. Well, you know, I, I hear you, Montoya, but, you know, sometimes we don't have enough information too, because let's say he tried to have a conversation with her and she's like, listen, this so I'm going to cut it off done. because I, I don't, I'm going to oh. cut you off because I don't want to do right, any more about Kiki, Kiki and Darius. I, Cause we got a broader conversation there. And I think some of what I'm saying is general information that has nothing to do with the two of them. Their particular situation allows us to get into the broader conversation. I got about a minute before break. Dr. Lay, any thoughts before we go to the next break? No, I'm enjoying the conversation, listening to uh, all the different perspectives. I think in some realms and and conversations, we're all kind of sort of saying the same thing, but differently. Um, We understand the young man's feelings to protect his family. We We know that his ego was hurt. He handled it badly. It's not that that he felt the way that he felt about how his girl dressed, but it was terrible to try to drag her on social media. So there's that. Yep, there it is. Let's move on. We'll be right back. We're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, where all I ask is that you think. What happens when your customers call your business and you're too busy to answer or call them back in a timely manner? You lose that business. Shockingly, 61% of inbound calls go unanswered. But fear not, tchmedia.ai is here to change the game. We specialize in capturing, nurturing, and converting your prospects into loyal customers. With our state-of-the-art communication solutions, no interaction will be left behind. When you miss a call, we've got you covered with automatic, engaging texts that keep your prospects connected and eager to choose you over your competitors. Don't let potential customers slip away. Make the smart choice with tchmedia.ai and skyrocket your conversions today. Tell the truth. If you're gonna have a long-term relationship with somebody, this is something people don't talk about ever. But I'll say it: you better stay attracted to them. Mm-hmm. You better have physical intimacy with them. Mm-hmm. And if you don't maintain that part of your relationship, like you keep dating, like man, you start keeping it spicy all the time. Physically, I'm talking about. What starts to happen over time is you start living with just your friend. Mm-hmm. And in most relationships, I have a lot of friends. I don't want to lay next to them every single night. 
Yeah. Right? I got a bunch of really good friends that are male and female, and I don't want to be married to them. And if you allow your spouse to turn into just your friend, that you lose that intimacy, that physical connection. And so I think that's one part of your evaluation. How often do you touch each other? Do you hold each other's hands? At different stages of your relationship, physical intimacy can look different ways. I doubt at 80 years old we're going to be doing what we do now, but I'm going to be dancing with her in the living room, I hope. Welcome back to the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with special guest co-host Ashley Johnson Alfred. This morning's discussion question, do a lot of men pass up on good women? Our special guest is Dr. Delay Javette. Um, and I wanted to play that cut and get us into really this discussion. Do a lot of men pass up on good women and love everybody that's called in so far? Y'all can jump in at 646-787-1691 and press 1 to give us your three cents. Um, and, and thank you for that beautiful wrap-up, if you will, um, Dr. LeMay, in the last segment. The last thing I'll leave out of that, uh, that I'll bring out of that, and I think it really moves us forward in this conversation, is back to the square peg in the round hole. And so there are a lot of times where as young men, when we're quote unquote encouraged to, if you will, sow our wild oats, if you will, there's a period where we're not necessarily looking for relationships and to a degree we are attracted to basically you know, in a sense, all types of women, if you will. And sometimes when we get to the stage of saying, all right, we want to settle down or we want to mature into a situation, then it can become some of what Ashley talked about in the beginning where somebody clearly shows you their one way and now that you move into this different status, you want to change it, if you will. And so that becomes that square peg round hole. And so in the sense if there are men sometimes passing up good women, if you will, as y'all have both agreed to, I definitely can, while I don't 100% agree with y'all, what I can agree to is we definitely see those type of situations where, oh, we've made this status, now I need you to be different. Like there's a understanding of what representation looked like, but there are absolutely a lot of men who have become attracted to a certain thing and what they're trying to do is hammer a certain type of woman into what they ultimately want. And now it becomes what Chef Aki talked about, a bunch of blaming of the other gender, if you will, versus finding someone who will make that same standard with you in agreement and going from there. So if there are some people doing it, I would challenge it. It's the men who have not come to grips with seeking what they say they really want. So, you know, women are always talking about, about choosing bad. I know that men can somewhat do that too. And, and, and the issue in some cases is a lot of them, they won't necessarily quote unquote get married, but they'll just stay complaining about women because they won't even look at the women who, meet their so-called standard of what they really want. Any thoughts um, um, you ask me on that, if you will, Queen? Uh, let me get my thoughts together first before I say something wrong. You can say it wrong. Then we'll, Come figure, back we'll figure it out. 
Mm-mm. Come back to me. All right, sounds good. Dr. Lene, any thoughts? Can you, re- can you restate that for me? I want to make sure I answer the question appropriately. Yeah, it's not necessarily. It's just a, it's just a dialogue. I'm just highlighting that um, I'm going to tell y'all after this why I don't think a lot of men pass up good women. But what I wanted to concede is there are plenty of men who are trying to, in a sense, hammer what they ultimately don't want. They're trying to hammer and put a square peg in a round hole and make someone who they are attracted to and who they want to be with. They're trying to make them be something that they're not. And that's where I think a lot of men get their frustration that they won't accept what they say they want as a standard. They won't go after, I think, to y'all point, that they pass up on the women who would they could come into agreement with because they're caught up chasing the same things they were chasing when they were young, if that makes sense. And again, that's just some thoughts for me yeah, as a man, I, how I see things, your thoughts, not a question per se. Okay, I, I, so I don't agree with that. I don't think that, if, if I'm understanding, Correctly, that men are walking away from quote unquote good women because they're chasing other things that they want. Um, because, and there's here's the thing: there's there's no blanket, right? There's no blanketed situation that fits all men. So we, we can't right. say. Yeah, we're just generalizing. You know, yeah, we're just generalizing. I'll go with they're unemotionally available. Um, if a man's over forty and he's been married. Oftentimes, he's not looking to get married again, so he's not necessarily walking away from a woman. He's just saying, I don't want to be married. I don't want to settle down. Then they're done that. It could be um, – there's a variety of different reasons. It's not just one, but if, when we're specifically talking about walking away from a good woman, um, unfortunately, a lot of times society and, and the world ties – and I'm doing bunny ears – a good woman as a successful woman – who has, you know, uh, let's say maybe some money, maybe a house, maybe she's taking good care of herself, um, and men walk away from that type of woman um, relative to not knowing or understanding how she's going to be with him because she might be in a more successful situation as him. That doesn't have anything to do with him chasing women that were like how he used to date. Gotcha. Nah, fair enough. Yep. Um, I'm sorry, were you finished? I, I was going to go to Ashley. I no, 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 no. I was, I, was, I was finishing my point, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Ashley, you be able to get your thoughts together? Yeah, I, I was just going to keep it simple. I don't think the question is whether or not men are walking away from good women. I, I think men just have to be better at vocalizing what they think a good woman is, quote, unquote. Because we obviously do not agree across the board. So if a good woman to you is a woman who is not outside in a certain type of attire, doing a certain type of activity at a certain time of day or night, you need to define what a good woman is to you personally as a man before you pursue a woman. Or you need to not pursue a woman who does not fit those conditions or expectations that you have. But we also need to be careful about labeling, like, just because she's not a good woman for you or to you does not mean she's not a good woman. 
And I think that's probably the disconnect because there are a lot of good women. Find a good woman for you. That That's all I can say. No, I think that nuance matters because I think we can all agree that, you know, unfortunately, you know, the dialogues do have to have, happen in a generalization. You can't have conversations without generalizing, if you will. And then sometimes people mistakenly think you're talking about all, you know, all women and all men and that type of thing or whatever, which, Dr. Lane, you've been very careful to, you know, keep making that distinction, and I appreciate that nuance. Um, but, yeah, I, I love what you're saying there, actually, just in the sense of, uh, yeah, like being careful what's labeled good, if you will, um, and being in particular to you. I think a mistake that a lot of us make as men and women, um, and see what y'all think about this, is we spend a lot of time not fully understanding ourselves to the degree that sometimes we do chase certain things that won't work for us, but because we don't have a good understanding of ourselves, we, we, we kind of repeat that cycle, and sometimes now we're in the age where if you've had two or three bad situations 20 years ago, you couldn't go voice it to the public and say, these men are doing this or these women are doing that. And I would offer that some of these generalizations are literally coming from not doing enough, if you will, self-work to express, in my opinion, actually, like you said, what it is actually won't and or what I think I still see is some people communicate they want a certain thing but are still in a cycle of chasing another thing like I still see that to a degree uh, maybe not to you know like, like I said maybe I character, characterized it incorrectly when I generalize but a lot of us individually have to mature into that I know I personally had to as well like um like when I'm young, in a sense, being able to sow my wild oats, you in a sense may have quote unquote access, like access to uh, uh, to various women based on what they want at that time, right? You kind of come to an agreement, so you agree and you deal with it. It's not a long term situation or, or or marriage, if you will. And so sometimes I think that. Some of us as men can get scarred during that period and desire what, when you're ready to settle down, desire what you had access to, even though personally you know you're not up to par for that. So I think that leads to some of the dynamics of what we see on social media when it comes to these conversations. And so, um, but in that level of honesty, I think, generally speaking, a man, like, for example, during the Sow Your Wild Oats period, this is something that I think I've seen happen. Y'all can get, tell me if y'all have ever seen this, but I think I've seen this a lot. So when the Sow Your Wild Oats period that unfortunately has been encouraged for way too long and still being encouraged, I think, uh, within society, if you will, but during that period, I've seen a man catch a sister that he knows this is a great woman, but he not ready yet. So he will do a, make a lot of efforts in a sense to hang on to her while he's still out here kind of doing his thing. 
He doesn't do it with the other women, but the one that he knows is good, that he wants to hang on to, he will end up, quote, unquote, dogging her out, trying to hang on to what he knows is a good woman. And I'm not saying it's okay for him to dog her out, but I'm saying even in that stage of his life, he knows this woman's good compared to, to these other women that I just deal with. And so I don't think it's habitual in general for men. And again, this is not a great example, but it's the reality of, of him being aware of it. It's sometimes while he will go through that period. Sometimes if, if he's lucky, he matures past it and they make it. In most cases, she gets fed up with it and throws him to the wayside, and then he spends a lifetime trying to get her back. So I think that's a reality of him being very aware of what a good woman is, but he's not ready. Any thoughts on that, um, Dr. Lene? I mean, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, I think that that is at all times, and I think it's men and women. I don't think it's just men. I think it's men and women. I think that's a part of life, though. Um I don't think that has anything to do with with good woman, bad woman. That has to do with the man who, and or woman, who sees something good in somebody and they're not ready or at a place where they can settle down with that person. That happens from, like, 16, though. I don't think that that is specifically relative to a man that is not dating a good woman because he can at least see it in her you know what i'm saying he can identify that she's a good woman and also in himself that he's not in a place to be the man that she needs or wants and oftentimes the woman can also feel and or see that like okay he's playing games he's not ready maybe she got the time to play games to your point she'll stay around and 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 uh see it through other times like you know i don't got time for this i know what i want i'm gonna go do something else um but i think that that's like a, a growing situation i think once you get like you know 40, 35, 40, you should be able to make better choices and decisions about relationships um, relative to the fact of, you know what, I see that you're a good person, a good man, a good woman. I'm not in the right space to appreciate you right now, so I'm going to go ahead and step aside and let somebody else, um, you know, maybe, or not let somebody else, and let you have a chance at what you should have in life. I'm not going to play with your emotions because it becomes much more difficult to date after 40. Your scars become more um, – you're not taking as many chances. Your scars are, are – are, you've got battle wounds. You know what I'm saying? Your scars are real. When you're younger, you have more time, flexibility. You, you're out here. you boxing. You know what I'm saying? You can take a couple hits. As you get older, you start having kids. Life starts lifing. Bills start billing. You're trying to build your legacy, your empire, trying to figure these things out. You don't take as many chances. Um, and so that – definitely plays a part in your ability to let your guard down and let somebody in. But that having a good woman and holding on to all these other women, that gets played out real quick, soon, fast as you get older in life. Now, I agree. Now, what what about this? We've got to go to break, and I'll get your thoughts after after the break, Ashley. I'm just throwing this out real quickly. Um, Yeah, it's like if the man does mature to a level, you know, to a certain level, quite often he he will say, I'm not ready for you, or – he'll snatch a good woman up. Like, you know, if he's mature past that point, he'll snatch a good woman up. So in my eyes, men are not regularly, in a sense, passing up good women. I'll hear your thoughts on that um, afterwards, Ashley. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, where all I ask is that you think. Hey, are you a wine drinker? Eh, a little bit here and there, but but my wife definitely loves her. Why you ask? Man, you got to try this vegan wine by Sip and Share Wine. 
I ran across them at this event in Atlanta, and now I keep me a few bottles at the house. What, what flavor you like? Um, I mean, I like me a good red or, or maybe a nice dipping gel or something. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Try the sweet red first. Hmm. Uh, that's, that's nice and smooth right there. Yeah, that's kind of sweet like I like it. You know what I'm talking about? For sure. That's why I like that one as well. Hey, hey, now try this Conjure Sippin' Dance. This one was featured in Forbes magazine as a top 10 drink for the summer. See what you think. Oh, okay. Now that's fire right there. Where can I get a bottle of that? Just go to SippinShareWines.com. They'll ship it right to your door. They black on too. Oh, yeah? Okay, you said what? SippinShareWines.com? Is that it? Yep. Here's something that doesn't often get talked about when it comes to healing from a toxic relationship, and that is trying to be in a healthy one after you've been in a toxic one. One of the things that's going to throw you off when you start dating again after a toxic relationship is you're going to realize that healthy men don't love bomb. Healthy men don't do all of the manipulative things that the toxic guy does. And they're not looking to create an emotional addiction with you. And so the relationship and the dating is going to seem boring. It's going to seem like they're not into you. It's going to seem just very off. But it's not because they're not into you. It's not because the relationship is actually boring. It's because you're used to being loved by, you're, you're used to trauma bonding, and you're not going to get that with a healthy man. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with special guest co-host, Attorney Ashley Johnson-Alford, as well as our special guest, Dr. Lene Javet. For do a lot of men pass up on good women? Ashley, is a response to me. I think when a man matures and becomes healthy, if you will, like you heard in the cut, we absolutely pass up. I mean, we absolutely snatch up good women, and even when we're unhealthy, we'd be trying to hang on to y'all, and sometimes, I mean, it ain't been my life, but I'm just saying I know that that happens as well, so I'm prone to disagree with y'all from the beginning when we highlighted that men pass up on good women, unless y'all are even including when that man says, you know what, I ain't right for you, if y'all are calling that a pass pass on a good woman, then I do understand that perspective, but your thoughts to what I'm saying, Queen? For good woman, because you're unhealthy or you're not in the the correct space or you're not on her level. I want it to be an option now to just be by yourself. You don't have to drag a lesser woman, quote, unquote, along. You don't have to use your other options while you're waiting on another. You can be by yourself and be in a healthier place and then pursue a woman. I don't think that's an option that's used enough. You don't always have to be with somebody. And I think if, if we're talking about passing up, you can pass somebody up temporarily. You don't have to fill that void. You don't have to fill that spot. You don't got to build a roster. You can literally be by yourself, work on yourself, and then pursue the woman that you want. When you are ready, when the time is right, when y'all are equally yoked, when y'all are on the same level, and things will just work out much better. I want that to be a more common reality now. Does that no, make sense? I, 
Oh, well, no, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it, it, it's, it's ideal, and I love it. I love it just from the extent that you can lay that seed, you know, on the dialogue, you know, having these dialogues, like laying that seed. Now, we under, you know, but we also understand the reality is that the culture, unfortunately, pushes the opposite of that, especially when we can also own that our culture pushes it um, to the extent that I always highlight in my book, for example, Reeducation of the Negro, the idea of us as men living out extended adolescence in today's time. So while I love what you're saying, ideally, and I'm not saying it can't be, and somebody may take that seed and properly do that, I also see a lot of men encouraging men to do exactly what you said, believe it or not, especially brothers who are wanting to see more healthy families out there. So it's absolutely necessary. It's absolutely necessary. So I definitely understand what you're saying. I'm still I'm going to kind of ask you about specifically what I'm asking, though, just in the sense of I'm playfully to a degree challenging you and Dr. Lene on the aspect of even when he ain't healthy, he's trying to keep on keep up with it, though. You know what I'm saying? Even if, unfortunately, he ends up dogging out. This is not me giving this guy props. I'm just saying I don't think men are prone to passing up good women. They can even go as far as being in a relationship with just a certain woman for five years or 10 years, and then they see that one they think is the wife and marry her two months later, even though they was with this other girl for a decade. I don't think men are prone to pass up good women, whether they're healthy or unhealthy. I'm just kind of, again, being a little facetious, but that's why I disagree with y'all. Any thoughts on that, if you will, Queen? But love your example. I think it's very appropriate. I do think that men do well. So let me say this, because I, you know, I be having these conversations on a regular basis, and one of the things that I always have to remind somebody of whenever I'm talking to them is there are levels to this thing. There are mm-hmm. there's levels. There's young men, there's players, there's grown ass men, there's mature black men, there's men that's been through some things, there's men that have hurt women before, and I was like, I'm never doing that again. I'm always be upfront, be honest. So it really depends on the type of man that you're talking to and dealing with, right? So I was talking to this dude not too long ago. Actually, it was a while ago. We started talking for a little bit. And it's, it's the dating piece, right? So you're dating, he's dating, everybody doing a little, little thing. You're trying to get to know him, know, know somebody. And so one of the young ladies that he was talking to um, was, you know, made a move and was like, hey, let's see what, what can happen. And he called me. He was very upfront and honest. He was like, hey, you know, I, I really dig you. I think you're really cool. Um, somebody that I was seeing before I started talking to you, um, we decided that we're going to go down this road, and I just want to give you the respect of letting you know what was going on. Um, you know, and I was yeah. impressed. I was like, oh, okay, well, go on there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was super cool. Didn't work out. He came back around, but he didn't draw it out. He didn't try to, mm-hmm. you know, to, right. you know, keep me in, keep her. He was just very upfront and open about it. Right. I can right. appreciate that. So, I, so I don't, and then I have another, you know, a couple of gentlemen friends that I don't date, but are really good friends of mine that are very upfront and honest. It's like, no, I just let her know, you know, I didn't see, I didn't see it going anywhere, and I want to drag it out. So I think it just depends on the level, not, not, not. Let me rephrase that: not the level of man that you date, the character. Right, right, right. Of, right. right. Yeah, yeah, I love that example. I mean, I, I'm just—I've always been upfront and honest, and I'm not trying to big up myself. I'm, but even though examples, I've—I'm getting—I'm—I'm I'm being a little facetious, making a point. Like even that still has nothing to do with. Well, show, tell, show me where the men pass up the good women. I don't know that men do it. Like I said, regardless of the level that they at, I don't know that men do that. 
Y'all, y'all telling me that men pass up good women. <laughs> Are we ready to have that conversation now? That's, I was that's, like, you that's, got that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. Do men pass up a lot? Do a lot of men pass up on good women? I'm I'm telling y'all, regardless of what that man is, they try to keep the good woman, even if they ain't quite ready, or sometimes they're upfront enough to do what you just said. Let me do one situation at a time. I'm going to pursue that. I'm an upfront person. So even when I sold my wild oats, I did it in an honest manner. Not that that makes it better. I'm just saying I was always honest about it. But, but during that period, some men come out of stop. They stop their sowing their wild oats when the good woman shows up. Like they sow their wild oats until that woman that they think could be their wife shows up, and they try to change it immediately. And some do it just fine. I'm just highlighting men do not pass I'm up not good that women. That doesn't often. happen. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen where a man doesn't meet a good woman and stops sowing his 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 oats, if you will. What I am saying to to your point and to this conversation is that men do pass up on good women, and oftentimes it's because of their own ideology. Look at this, my good man calling me right now. I don't want to. It's mostly based on perception. Okay, so. A man will perceive how a woman is and pass okay. up on her before even dating her, giving her an opportunity to see who she is, is is what I have found more than not. So if you live your life a certain kind of way and can take care of yourself a certain kind of way, unfortunately, a man oftentimes can't see himself. He can't see the value that he can bring into a situation, and so he won't even attempt to pursue you or uh, see about a relationship mm. with you based on his perception right. of makes who sense. you are. That's my thing with a man, uh, you know, a man passing up on a good woman. It's like you don't even give her the opportunity based on your perception of who you think she okay. is. Now, that makes sense because, yeah, men are always trying to figure out where they fit in in general. Obviously, I'm generalizing. Um, Ashley, your thoughts. Um, I definitely can. I definitely feel you 100% on that, Lene, 100%. Your thoughts, Ashley. Okay, as far as what, them, like, trying to basically form themselves into something that they feel like the woman's going to be accepting of, is that what we're saying? No, no, I don't, I don't think we've talked about that at all. Like, I, I understood what I'll say, what I understood, Lene, she was just talking about, uh, remember, because I was challenging you both on the idea that I was saying when I was giving my thoughts that men don't pass up on good women, whether they're healthy or unhealthy, and she just countered with, with something that I, I 100% agree with. She was just highlighting that sometimes her, her version of what she specifically meant on men passing up good women is when they don't see themselves um, up to par on some level or they assume certain things about the woman based on where she's at in life and not seeing where they fit in at. So in that sense, she was saying that's what she meant when she says a lot of men will pass up on good women. They won't even go further along because of their own assumptions. And so I was just highlighting that I agree that, you know, I can I definitely see that that – I definitely can agree that that happens. Again, that was just me kind of facetiously pushing back on y'all both saying, hell, yeah, men do it. But the example she gave, definitely I, 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 I agree with her. So that's, that's the dialogue she and I were having. But jump in wherever. No, I I agree as well. I agree as well. I I think that um, you know, you can look at a person and put them in a box, and if men Mm -hmm. feel like you're gonna be too much work, Mm -hmm. whether that be emotionally, financially, Mm -hmm. you know, they 
they mm-hmm. will not pursue that. And in my experience, and this has happened once or twice, when men feel like you're not going to be easily manipulated, is, and I don't want that to be um, a malicious term. I feel you. I feel you. It, I feel where you're coming from. Do you see from. what I'm now, saying? Ahead, like, I, I don't, yeah, I'm following you, know, you. I'm following you. I'm following you. Go ahead with it, Queen. If they feel like it's going to be too, because men like a challenge, but they don't like work. <laughs> they don't like too much work <laughs> in a relationship. So I think men will absolutely pass up a good woman if it looks like she's going to require too much of him. She's going to require him to grow in a way that he's not ready to do so, or she's going to require him to contribute in a way he's not ready to do so. In my experience, that's when I got passed up. I always get passed up if I'm asking for too much, whether it be emotionally, whatever the case may be, and they're not ready to do that. Then I get, I always get the conversation where it's like, you know, you're great. Um, This could potentially Mm. be something maybe in the future, but as of right now, I'm just not ready. And I feel like that might happen. Okay, okay, yeah. See, y'all open me up because like I say, I'm like, shoot, I know brothers that's dogging a, dogging a good woman out, but they know she's a good woman trying to hang on to her. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, but, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I definitely understand that. We up against this last break. Let's do this last break for anybody that wants to jump in. 646-787-1691. I see a couple of callers out there. You can press 1 if you want to join us. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, where all I ask is that you think. Have you heard about that podcast, Mental Dialogue? It's so good, it should be illegal. But if you miss the live show every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio, be sure to catch replays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, and all other streaming platforms. We are the return of Intelligent Radio, and we are the best in the world at having hard conversations on race, sex, gender, and business in the African-American community. And remember, all I ask is that you think. Are you intimidated by money? While this is a question most people never think to ask themselves, but when forced to think about it, many people realize they have unrecognized fears that truly affect how they deal with money. If you want to learn more about money and the fears that keep you from prosperity, join us for Making Money Matter Mondays, where money meets mental health with personal finance coach Ashley Thomas psychotherapist Dr. Katrina Pitt. Every second Monday of the month, find out if you're intimidated by money and what to do about it. To receive a link to this free Zoom event, please DM the Making Money Matter or the Mental Dialogue Instagram pages or contact 404-604-9477. I think we're back, but maybe my got kicked yeah. off. You know, and I mean, people have to. The effort issue is like, well, when you're in love with someone, you're going to organize your schedule and make them a priority. And, you know, that's in some ways a fleeting state, although it's not necessarily as fleeting as people think it is, but whatever. It's, it's obviously a priority. And then you get married and, you know, you kind of get accustomed to having each other around and then everything else is more important and the relationship drifts to the bottom and then people get dissatisfied and they start looking for excitement and adventure otherwise. Well, Mm. you can't do that. You have to prioritize the relationship. Mm -hmm. Like my observation clinically has been 
for a couple to maintain their relationship without it deteriorating. They have to spend 90 minutes a week together talking about their lives, Hmm. about how the house is run, about what they've all been doing to keep Mm -hmm. their stories caught up, right? That's not really even that much. No, it's not. It's not. It's not that much. Yeah. But, but. And which is a good thing. You can actually do it. And then they need to spend at least one time having a date. And two is better. One is necessary. Two is better. You can't aim for a lot more than that because, you know, life is very busy. And if it's going to be sustainable, it has to be realistic. But they need to make time for each other twice a week and and talk like in a non-romantic, way just mm-hmm. practically about the domestic economy and about everything that's going on and that keeps people tied to each other and updated okay. and so that's sort of your minimal commitment level if you don't want things to deteriorate welcome back to the mental dialogue talk show i'm your host montoya smith aka black socrates along with special guest co-host attorney ashley johnson after as well as our special guest, Dr. LeMage Vet. But do a lot of men pass up on good women? I love the insight that both of you ladies just kind of laid out prior to the break. Uh, I thought it would be interesting to just share that cut from Jordan Peterson, um, just from the standpoint of um, at the end of the day, we're, you know, we're having some of these conversations about relationships uh, and that's the whole point, right? When we say do a lot of men pass up on good we, women, the reason we are having this dialogue is to figure out how to be, you know, more successful in our unions because at the end of the day, we are communal creatures. We need each other more than we realize. Um, to Ashley's point, sometimes you may need to solo to figure out exactly what that is or reach a point to where maybe – you know, and I and I definitely feel you on that, Ashley. Where it's a situation where men say, "Well, yeah, you're a great person." I can only imagine how that feels if you're at a stage where you see that man as a potential, and he kind of hits you with, um, like you said, based on his viewpoints, based on his securities or his egos. You're he's not recognizing at that moment. You see him as enough to at least go further. And then he lets that get in the way. And so, yeah, that absolutely happens. And, again, it makes me think about and respect exactly where both of you ladies are coming from when you say there are, you know, men passing up on good women. Because when we think about what happens on social media, then it becomes a big dialogue about the type of, you know, the type of men women are choosing, that that, that toxic that toxic form of what you see too much on social media. However, what you ladies are talking about now, in my opinion, is a a real viewpoint that's not shared enough and is a reality that I think is valuable. And I don't even know if y'all even would have any encouragement from, from as a woman, you know, what that should look like for a man who, who's doing, who does what y'all just suggested again, not the, unhealthy guy, but, you know, a guy who y'all obviously see potential in, if that's the case, I would assume y'all see him as relatively healthy too. So any any thoughts on what that might look like? I don't know if there's an answer to this, but it's just worth a dialogue in my opinion, and I appreciate y'all for bringing that viewpoint. I don't think I enough think emphasis the- placed on – oh, go ahead. You ready? Right, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I apologize. I, I want to just put it out there that 
friendship is real. A man and a woman can be friends. They can support each other through whatever whatever growth they're going through individually. I don't think there's anything wrong with being friends. You can still be present in a woman's life if you don't feel like you're ready to be in a relationship with her as a genuine friend. Now, I'm not saying it has to be a friend with benefit situation. Y'all don't have to be intimate. It can be platonic. But I think there is value in being able to genuinely be a friend to a person. I think friendships are not seen as, as something that is an option between a man and a woman anymore. I, and I think they they hold value. I think they help both people. If we're both trying to grow, we're both working on things, we can still check in, we can hold each other accountable, and then maybe later on there could be something else. But I think friendships are very underrated. Now, fair enough, let me ask you this, though. So for the most part, a part of the reason that a lot of people say it can't be done, if you will, right? And so what happens is, generally speaking, and the key word is general, but generally speaking, if a man is attracted to you and is dope to, in a sense, build a friendship, quite often he will move, you know, want to move forward. There's this aspect of at least this thought, right? We call it the friend zone situation, right? So you have a a man who, as long as he finds you attractive, eventually over time he's going to want to move forward. And so being that friend, he sometimes will watch the woman pick someone that they didn't become friends with first or go after people that they didn't become friends with first. And so it's almost like how does that friend move into past the friend zone, I guess, is somewhat of the ass based on the example you just gave. It's just, it's just, it's, it just has to be talked about because, again, I find value in what you said, but I'm just trying to figure out the context for a lot of people where you don't see the friend being able to move past the the um you know friend but past the friend zone if you will any thoughts on that Ashley then I want to hear Lene's thoughts. I mean personal preference okay not to say that every friend is going to turn into a boyfriend every boyfriend is going to turn into a husband that's just not how relationships happen but I don't think that in a time when you have to work on yourself that you have to do it alone I think that you can still stay in contact with people I think gotcha. you can still especially men and women I I don't see anything wrong with platonic friendships. And then if, if y'all are actually friends and it's an open conversation, you, she should be able to tell you and vice versa, hey, I, I'm dating. I'm, I'm dealing with somebody who was ready for a relationship. And you can't be mad at that. Right, right. But it is all gonna, it's going to turn on how much y'all communicate. If y'all are actual friends and I'm pushing genuine friendship, <laughs> then these conversations should not be uncomfortable. And if she's your friend and, and she's dating and you're like, oh, you know, actually, I, I was hoping, you know, we could get to that point. And she, in a genuine friendship, should be able to say, well, these are the options I'm entertaining right now. I could also entertain you. It it, it all comes down to the honest, open communication in a genuine friendship. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Sounds good. Lene, any thoughts to what Ashley's saying? Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, – Open communication is definitely key. Making sure everybody knows, to, you know, what, what's happening. Um, it keeps you out of that being a player. It keeps everybody upfront honest. I listen. I'm gonna tell you, I appreciate an honest man um, because you can't fault. However it turns out, you can't fault. I told you this is what it was, etc. 
Um, and I have learned to be that way from some of the gentlemen that I've dated. They're just blatantly, bluntly honest. Um, it, it, it just it alleviates a lot of things. Um, if, if, I, if I may circle back around to the, per, the perception thing, I don't know if we're going to talk about solutions, but uh, we only got a few minutes, so just get yeah, jump in as much as you can. I'm gonna let you to okay. get you to get. If, so just run, might, run with it, run with the I conclusion as much as you say, want. If you see a young lady, and or ladies, if you see a young man, let me let me. We're living in a new day and age, ladies. If you see something, no, you say it the way man. you were saying it. We ain't in that. We ain't we ain't in a new day and age. Say it like you were saying it. <laughs> Go out, like say something to her. Don't assume that she is not. Dateable. Don't assume that she won't date you. Don't assume that she's out of your league. Like you don't know until you step to her. Also, don't don't look at somebody's online persona as who they are. Like I'll just speak for myself. Me specifically. Yes, I'm just amen. Speak for myself. Who I am online as doc, quote unquote Doctor Lynette Javet as a CEO of three businesses. Who I am online is who I am online. In my day-to-day life, I'm just a girl. I'm a chick. I'm around the way. I'm very well-rounded. I go from the boardroom to the, like, but people only see me in one light, so they perceive me that way. When they meet me in the streets or they see me happy hour, they'd be like, damn, you cool. Like, I, 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 I didn't even know you, like, you, you, you cool. Like, I fucks with you. But that's not what they see online. Online, I'm professional. Online, I'm giving you my business. Online, I'm selling my services. I'm going hard. I'm CEO. When I come home, I take that off. I want to be CEO at home. I want to be out at home. I want to be the lead at home. I want to be led. But nobody will ever know that about women if you don't take a chance to get to know a woman. So don't go off of what you think or what you perceive because you could literally be walking away from a good woman but not know it because your perception of who she is uh, can get in your your way. That's it. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Ashley, any thoughts? Sounds like you were bigging up some of what she's saying. No, I I agree a hundred percent. You cannot just go off of your perspective of what you feel. You feel like a person is gonna be like. I thankfully am the same online, offline, but I'm cool offline. But I I get a lot of men who will not approach me because of who they think I am or how they think I will respond. And that that's yet another example of y'all gonna miss out on a good woman being. Mm, right. Don't be scared because I I am not anything to be scared of. I'm very cool. And I think there are a lot of women who have that same story. We have to be big bosses in public. We have to because that's just who we are, and that, that's how we make our money. That's how we live. Like, we have to be that. But yeah, I, we want to be pursued. No, absolutely. We I will vouch like for both woman. of these queens. They both mad, cool as hell. So any guy out there that's pursuing either one of them will be A-OK. You will have an amazing woman. Um, Doc, May, if you will, any public information. We only got less than a minute, so I want to get your public information out and see if we can leave a little time for Ashley as well to get out your public information. But thanks both of you for a vibrant conversation this morning. Go ahead, Dr. Lene Javet. I am the same on all social media platforms at I am Dr. Lene Javet handle or just look up my name, Lene Javet. All right, Ashley, any public information for you as well? I'm the same. I'm uh, my full name on all socials, Ashley Johnson-Alfred. I think I'm Spike Coffee Mom on most of them. I'm really personable. Reach out to me. I'll reach back. 
right, thank y'all. Great show. In two weeks, Black Love Summer, the Mental Dialogue Live Experience Friday night. Uh, we're going to have a Black Love Dinner on that Saturday. Go to Jazz on Saturday and a book signing on Sunday. So in two weeks, if you're in Atlanta, come join us for Black Love Summer and go to mentaldialogue.com for more details. See y'all next Saturday. All I ask is that you think.